good? Yeah, we're good. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Top of the Do Chain Podcast. It's episode <laughs> 97. Yeah. I'd like to start off before we do anything and congratulate little Juby. Yeah. For peeing on the pot for the first time. Are you kidding me? Asked. That's early. Yeah. Congrats. We didn't even start trying with Josie yet. <laughs> She's there's, older. There's no reason to try, man. Yeah. Here's, here's what someone told my wife, and I think it's great. When you start trying to make your kids pee in the pot, it ends up being potty training for you instead of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think three and a half is when the doctors will tell you you need to start worrying about it mm-hmm. if they if they show no interest in it. Yeah. But usually... See, we have a problem. Josie uh, doesn't like to stop playing for anything. Yeah, that's normal. And so um, she was doing a good job of... Uh, you know, letting us know. Like we'd say, hey, you know, are you stinky or whatever else? And, you know, she'd say, yeah. But now she knows that means she has to go get her diaper changed, so she'll lie to us. Well, then, so. I mean, that's a good thing, though, because she recognizes that. my daughter that. lies to me? <laughs> Not that. Not that, but no. that she's recognizing that yeah. it's in there and all that. Yeah, anyway, so she's, and she doesn't just tell us. Like, say, like, if she's bored and not doing anything and she poops, we still have to ask her. Like, she very rarely, she, like, she doesn't just come up to us and tell us. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah, we need to get her going on well, that. Well, it'll come out. I mean, like I said, it, it works out. The fact, You want them recognizing it. Yeah. The worst thing you can do is punishing them for it. Yeah, no. Because then it puts a fear in them. No. That, now, we get onto it for not telling us. Like, we say, hey, man, you got to tell us. No, I get Don't that. Lie. But spanking a kid because he poops his pants. Oh, no. They're in the potty training stuff. That's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. No, I, no, I've, no. I've seen no. parents say that they do it. I, I, for a two, three year old kid, it's, I mean, it's the most asinine thing ever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, no, I don't, I don't think we'd ever speak for no, that, but like said, we, uh, we, we haven't really started on the potty training. We, I don't know. What you do? Get her a pair of underwear. Yeah. Put them on her. Cause they, cause it, it's more comfortable. Least, well, it makes them feel like this is a change. It's something, you know, and yeah. take them off of her, put the diaper back on. Yeah. And say, hey, when you start peeing in the pot, then you can wear, you know, get them with, the, I don't know if she's in the My Little Pony, whatever. No. <clears throat> she into anything? Playing and. I mean, but she's into no princesses, anything like that. I mean, she. My daughter was into Minnie Mouse. We bought her Minnie Mouse underwear. Mm-hmm. Put them on her. She liked Yeah, them. she's got some clothes. She likes her Minnie Mouse clothes and her, you know. There you go. Dogs. She likes dogs. Yeah, so get her some dog like eggs. Just get her something that that she's going to enjoy wearing. Yeah. And then just yank it off, put the diaper back on, and <laughs> she'll figure it out. <laughs> Parenting by Josh. There you go, man. Thank you, sir. Listen, man, you know what's funny is, is like a lady who has one kid uh-huh. who did a terrible job potty training her kid uh-huh. tried to advise my wife on how to potty train our third one. Your third child? My third child. So I've already potty, we've already potty trained two of them successfully. Yeah, you're a pro at this, this point. And she's trying to tell it, well. Yeah. Hey, man, some people I'll just got a lot of advice. Or if yeah. you need some pointers, call me. And it's like, yeah. you look and I'm like. Well, you know how it is. A lot of people are, you know, full of talk and not full of listen. Well, so. you know, it's my life is like the gym, man. Yeah. I ask questions when I need it. Otherwise, leave me alone. Yeah. You know, I had a guy at the gym the other day try to explain to me. Uh, I was doing uh, deadlifts on the uh, with a diamond bar. Or uh-huh. a hex bar, you know, which is just different. So he starts telling me, and I went, all right. Put my headphones back in, kept working out. 
got mad at me. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, man, if you're not going to listen to what I say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to help you out. I'm like, they didn't ask for your help, man. Yeah. But the dude's crazy, I think. Is he? Like a little, like when I say crazy, like the, uh, he'll have like when the planets align and the inner dimension of the fourth who's all Libras and Aphrodites are going to fall into line and you know, that kind of stuff. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he tried to get all cosmic astro- on you. Yeah. Astrological, philosophical, social, you know, just try he knows a little bit about everything and then tries to blend it like he's an expert on all of it. Yeah. And can't realize that I'm just looking at him like, yeah. You're kind of full of it, man. Yeah. You, like, you think you're interesting. Yeah. Like, you know, so anyway, but it was just one of those things like, I don't need your help, man. I've been lifting since I was 12 years old. I've yeah. made the mistakes. I've learned it, you know. Yeah. I should be teaching you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but anyway. <laughs> Speaking of angry and crazy, man. Yeah. Dude, that game. Oh. That Steelers <laughs> game, boy. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think they said something like Mason Rudolph has started in seven professional games and he's almost died twice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great stat. He did. He got Molly Walt that one time. I mean, yeah, that the concussion he, he took was one of the one of the scarier looking ones you could probably bring up. Yeah. Any, I mean, any, I'm sure there's some bad ones because just when you think you've seen something, someone reminds you that it's happened before, you know, and bring, brings out yeah. the. Uh, well, it know. happened to, uh, to Deshaun Jackson in, uh, yeah. in college. Yeah. They hit him, hit him right before he crossed the goal line. And I, I, I mean, you see guys get knocked out all the time. Yeah. But when, it, when they get hit so hard that their arms are out, you know, and they're just, yeah. they're just as stiff as a board. Yeah. That just, that just gives me a little. Not a big Mason Rudolph or Deshaun Jackson fan, but just watching them go through that, yeah, like just brings up just a natural type of sympathy for them. No, it's that's a, it's a scary thing, man. It's scary, and you know, head injury like that, you know, it's not the same as just a regular concussion. You know, you got to take a no. few extra precautions. But yeah, getting a helmet swung at your head with the chop motion, you know, coming down <laughs> with it, even not even yeah. from the side, coming Dude, down Miles with Garrett it, straight a whack a mole Rudolph, man. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's all it was. <laughs> that uh, it's. I mean, it's a felony. That's a that's a felony. Yeah, in front of the entire nation. No, yeah, I agree. You know? Here's here's the most here's the the stupidest thing. There was five seconds left in a game that you're up by two touchdowns. Yeah, like you literally cost yourself the the rest of the season for yeah. five seconds of football. Maybe part of next season too. From what I think I think you should be suspended an entire year. Yeah, till game ten of next year. <clears throat> yeah. You know, it's not the first time that a player swung a helmet at someone, ripped someone's helmet off and swung it at him, though, yeah. right? No, I know that. Richie Incognito got his helmet ripped off and swung yeah. at him, and it. But if, if watch, it would have con- if it would have contacted, that was the meanest swing I've ever but seen. If you, but if you watch that, that was more of a natural reaction, like a. Well, Richie Incognito was had grabbed the face mask of the guy he was blocking and was just shoving yeah. on the face mask and almost—I mean, kind of trying to rip his head off, yeah. you know—and uh, the dude just. Just in, in one swift motion, somehow just yanked it off, yanked it off, and and gets and a swing swung. all in one motion. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying. Like to do, and it just in, looks like don't touch me. You to know? do it in one motion like that tells me that was more of an incidental. Yeah. Then, because uh, dude, what's his name sat there and stared at him walking up, and then straight up. Yeah. You know. So. Yeah. Uh, he was NFL. Now, though. granted, you know, Rudolph had brought the rage out in him. 
You saw how he went down. The The reason he got so mad was when he tackled Rudolph, which he did do a little extra on the tackle. He didn't have mm-hmm. to take him down like that. But I think Rudolph's had kind of a bad attitude all game. He he looked uh, like he was getting frustrated well, early. First off, he was playing terrible. Yeah, he was he was frustrated and he was uh, he was getting mad. And whenever he got tackled, he started trying to rip Miles Garrett's helmet. Yeah, I got. I have a theory. And then he punched him in the nuts. I have a theory for that. So I, I mean, that the- kind of stuff makes you crazy. I have a theory for the helmet part. Yeah. Um, because it's happened to me. Yeah. And I may have done it a couple times myself. Yeah. Uh, but what happened is is it was excessive. Yeah. Right. So so the the take he hit him legally. He hit him as the ball was. But coming it's excessive out. because the the ball he was gone. Him. He should have let go. That's what right. you do. But he went ahead and piled him to now the ground. Now what people don't realize is the referee behind everyone. Yeah. Well, as soon as the ball's gone, starts yelling, "Balls away! Balls away!" Yeah. As loud as he can. That's to yeah. let the no- lineman know to disengage. Yeah. It's to let you know Miles Garrett and, know. And he not lifted to, him up and then power bombed. So he him. ignored exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So he and did drove that. into him. And he stayed on top of him. Yeah. Right. Now, when you have a helmet, obviously you can't punch a good dude in the helmet. So right? you rip his helmet off and you swing. Well, at him. what you know, what you do, and this <laughs> is where I think Rudolph. This is what I think Rudolph did. I think Rudolph was trying to get him off. Uh huh. And Rudolph was going for this area. Now, here's what I think happened because I've done it and I've had it almost done to me. Yeah. You know, incidentally accidentally but you get a hand up in the face underneath the face mask Mm -hmm. what some people will do the jerks something your hands get caught everywhere your Mm -hmm. hands get are the most abused thing in football they get caught between face masks get caught in people's jerseys all that you're always popping fingers in place whatever so you get a hand in the face mask most of the time a person you know you get you know people get their face masks caught together mm-hmm. we've seen that and you know everyone kind of chills it's, you know they take off the helmets they unhook them give them back it's cool you know it's just stuff like that happens most of the time when your hand gets caught in a face mask or whatever if you're not being malicious you'll stop and let the guy finagle his hand out of there mm-hmm. you know what i think happened is mason real was going to push what's his name off of him got his hand underneath his face mask and if you look garrett does this which what that does is obviously puts, you know, close your hand. So you close your hand so you can't pull it out. And then you start, you know, dropping your body in a way, trying to break a finger or twist a wrist or something like that. I think Miles Garrett was doing that. And Rudolph's natural reaction was to try and, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because that's what it looked like to me. Yeah. Could be wrong because I didn't see the other side. I'm just saying the way his yeah. hand came out of that face mask wasn't a, I was grabbing it. It was like a. Like the dude from Scary Movie 2. I'm going to go back. <laughs> like, <laughs> the like most referenced guy on our podcast. I'm just saying. Man, strong, just watch it. Way. When he pulls his hand out with the glove on it, his hand is like this. Yeah. Which isn't uh, trying to get the thing off. So I think his hand was caught in, in Garrett's okay. face mask. I'm going to go back and look and see if that's what it looks like. Because I was, th- I thought he was grabbing from behind with he both was, hands. He was. But I'm, no, he was trying to do He was doing it with one hand. Okay. A lot of people think he was trying to grab the face mask in both. But I think his hand was caught under his face mask. Hey, that's worth looking at. And he's trying to pull the back of it off to try yeah. and because Garrett's because Garrett has it his his uh, chin in his chest like this and he's pulling away. Yeah, because a lot of people are saying that Rudolph, you know, was just was instigating or initiating. No, but uh, even no, OJ, no. there's said no so. way he very he very easily could have been. Yeah, I'm just saying. But if his hand was, but everyone, but everyone was talking about ripping the helmet off. Uh huh. That 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 was what started it. You know, dude, kicking him in the groin 
is the weakest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. Like Did, that was – but like if the it, lineman pulled him off and Rudolph was trying to get up so his legs were just failing. Nah, you know, I, I, I think, think he was it, just trying to kick him off of him, honestly. Yeah, it didn't look a, like he was yeah. going for his okay. nuts. Yeah, I don't and, think that was the And case. to me, the argument's over at him throwing him to the ground. Like he can't, you can't instigate something when you're well, the one getting tossed on the ground. Right. Here's what I, no, I agree. <laughs> and Browns fans are like, oh, but he did this. Oh, and he kicked him in the nuts. That's why he did it. It's like, no, the dude no, was no, playing no. dirty to begin with. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing. I mean, it's the Browns. Come so on. So I think it, I, per, I personally <laughs> Look think like the Bengals, the way this was going on. Well, check this. I personally think his hand was caught, and that's why he was doing that. So, no, that's that's worth checking but if into. It's, if I'm going to look at that. If it's not, Rudolph should probably get fined as well because he had a part yeah. of it. But regardless of that, the Browns are the most penalized team in the NFL. Yeah, they have the most ejections, and they lead the league in personal fouls. Yeah, they are the Bengals. Yeah, like look at them. Yeah, like they have an overrated quarterback who everyone loves, Andy Dalton, aka Maker Mayfield. Yeah, they've got eccentric, an eccentric wide receiver with a guy who kind of keeps them in check, Chad Johnson, who's Mada or whatever, who's mm-hmm. Madala or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They got dirty players on defense, aka Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're the Bengals now. Yeah. That's all there is to it. Yeah. Which which sucks for the Bengals because they've become the Browns. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. So, but regardless, oh, regardless, man. everything's normal. Yeah. Everything is normal. Even Miles Garrett ripping his helmet off, mm-hmm. 100% normal play in the NFL. Yeah. Swinging it at his head to kill him. Right. whack a mole in him. <laughs> That's where we went yeah. to unprecedented areas. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, I think everybody agrees that that was uh, insane, especially a dude who, uh, you know, the whole time you're playing against Rudolph, you know, I think the defense needs to be considered. Like, we saw the head injury this guy took early in the season. We want you to hit him, but we want you to stay away from well, his this, head extra. This all falls on coaching. Mm-hmm. Because for you to swing a helmet at – now. This all Miles Garrett made a stupid bonehead decision. Yeah, but it's a lack of discipline. Yeah, because he has never had to face the consequences of his actions up until this point. Yeah. Let me ask you something, man. If you get a personal foul that continues if on third down, if you get a personal foul that continues a drive, mm-hmm. even if you win by twenty or two, if that happens on a Bill Belichick team, what happens? Oh, or a wow. Nick Saban team, what yeah. happens? Oh yeah. Yeah. You're they say they say that he rips into Brady still. Yeah. For mistakes that he makes yeah you know so yeah. yeah kitchen is it kitchens yeah uh freddie kitchens yeah mm-hmm. he, he's gone yeah the fact that he's he still has a coaching job is the browns being the browns no and, and you need that guy that and here's where it gets hard as a coach you have to have that level of discipline but at the same time have that level of respect that these guys have to where the players respect the discipline because they know it's for the game. Because some of these guys come in, they just try to be all hard, and they just yeah, the no. players don't really respond to it because it's like, all right, you know, you're trying to be all hard and everything, but you know, we don't have faith in you. Well, who was the guy that they who was the guy they had before that went to the Bengals? Uh, was that Hugh Jackson? Did Possibly. they? Was that? See, I think that they 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 don't stick with anyone long enough to figure out how good they are. Yeah. You but, you know, I mean? that's been, you know, with the Steelers, with Mike Tomlin, uh, that's been some of the argument with him is that, you know, he ain't really got control of these guys. Like, he's not – it's not really the most disciplined Steelers team you've had. You know, with Cowher, you know, maybe there was more discipline. Uh, obviously, with Chuck Knoll, there was probably a level of discipline. Listen, he, had, he had Terry Bradshaw crying in his room. Hey, man, let's let's just be honest. Yeah. If that whack-a-mole move had taken uh, 
what's his name out of the game. Yeah. Y'all might have had to forfeit because y'all were losing everybody. Oh, man. The towel boy was about to have to suit up. Hey, we Juju got knocked out. Uh, Deontay, our Johnson, our, um, our you know rookie receiver who's doing pretty good. You know he got yeah, he, he got, got knocked out. He got jacked up. I mean, yeah, we're y'all are y'all are playing on fumes. So hey, we're about to have Ryan Shazier throwing to himself. <clears throat> Not Ryan Shazier, but uh, what's his name? Ryan Switzer throwing to himself. Yeah. Well, I'm <laughs> telling you, Harrison's about to come back. Yeah. <laughs> so he but, might be. But in, in reality, I mean, injuries have plagued that team probably worse than anybody. No, and this is a this is a year that I don't think anybody had just a, a lot of aspirations for. We we kind of expected to be just good enough to get a bad draft pick but not good enough to really make See, the playoffs. And, and that's what I'm saying. Is and I think and so, I mean, with all the injuries, now there's even less expectations. Just get through the season and don't get anybody killed and be respectable. Well, I think when Roethlisberger went down, yeah, I think Tomlin has done a respectable job since yeah. then. Of, well, of, we haven't had healthy running backs. competing. That's well, my point. We haven't had healthy receivers. All the cards he's been dealt, he's done a good job competing. Yeah. I still think the Steelers' ways there. <clears throat> I mean, listen. Antonio Brown went to the Patriots. Yeah. He went to the Raiders, one of the most undisciplined teams out there. Yeah. And he went to the Patriots, one of the most disciplined teams, and he was a problem with both. Yeah. So it's that's Antonio Brown. Yeah. Did you uh, see what he posted? He put uh, that picture of him kicking that kicker in the head. He said, this is for you, Mason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that's the thing. And, and so I'm not saying he's redeemed, but that's pretty funny. I'm just, yeah. But I'm just saying, Le'Veon, I, I think Le'Veon was just – he wanted to get paid, man. I don't have That's any ill will towards that That's man. That's all I'm saying. But he really wasn't. A, but they're they're. But even the my Steelers, ill will is towards actually the Steelers. They should have cut bait a long time ago if but, they if they knew it was going to drag out like but that. But my point is, even the Steelers are saying like he wasn't a just him holding out. That's all it was. That's all it was. He, he was never a, a locker room problem. Yeah, well, he was exactly. never an issue. And he's not no. on the Jets. Jets and, love him too. And when he and when he plays, the dude is a football player. You know, right? So he's not he's not in it just to be famous or just to get rich. He's a football player. So I don't man. think he's Tom good. would. I don't think Tom would lost it. I just think y'all are in a rough patch. I think no. I think you're having that that issue. I think you have. I think the I think during the during the Antonio Brown era, I think is when people thought Tomlin had lost it, the locker room and it kind of you know was having yeah, some issues. But so. you're starting to see that Antonio Brown was just that, uncontrollable, right. and that that might be on ownership not getting rid of him even earlier. Oh, I agree. Well, I think when these players start asking to be traded, you should probably start letting them go. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But uh or when they just I think when they act out. I mean, I think there's just there's enough evidence of these receivers out there that when they start uh, acting out, like when he has that that issue of, you know, the whole locker room deal where he recorded the and put it on Snapchat and Twitter and everything, you know, that should have been a that should have been strikes one and two. So anything else should. Have, so yeah. when, when he had the hotel room that he threw the furniture out of, they should have sent him packing yeah. because they'd have got more for him. No, I they'd agree. have got more for him if it was his if it was their decision and not his decision to leave. Dude, they and they could have just shipped ball. him out. No, you're right. But think how much they'd have got for Antonio Brown if they were just like, we don't deal with this. This is the Pittsburgh way, and he we don't deal with this. No, I agree. They'd have got more. I just don't think Tomlin's your problem. Here's what I think you. I don't is. either. You've had the luxury of having a quarterback who went 15 and 1 his first year as a rookie. Yeah. For 15 years. Yeah. Like y'all are just dealing with the woes of 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 Roethlisberger getting old and Well, and even Roethlisberger would have been struggling when he doesn't have the targets that he's had in the past. You know, Juju's great and we we love Juju, but uh 
you know, you there got you a bunch go. of rookies out there with him. No, your tight end's not that good either. Yeah, I mean. Well, that's the other thing. And, you, you know, that. so so it's not like what you're seeing from Juju this year isn't, you know, like, oh, he's no Antonio Brown. It's like, no, Antonio Brown always had an Emmanuel Sanders or a Juju Smith-Schuster well, to kind of help out. Yeah, Juju's Heath. just getting your best coverage. and With Heath Miller keeping everyone honest. With a, a quarterback who can't get it to him in tight windows. Yeah. You know. No, I agree. Uh, he's – He's he's been fantastic. In fact, there's uh, the thing you'll 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 find. You may land a Nick Foles or a Kaepernick or something like that. And, hey, we may end up with Colin. Dude, Kaepernick, <laughs> man. You think, see, here's the thing. Everyone thinks Lamar ja uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Like Kaepernick's gonna come. Dude's got. He's thirty something years old. Yeah. Been out of the league for three years. Yeah. Well, and and, and, so, and who Lamar was it? Was it Eric Reed that said that? Uh, that Colin Kaepernick was uh, Lamar Jackson before Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, Lamar Jackson's more like Michael Vick. Kaepernick's more like Robert Griffin III, who had one good year and then fell off a cliff. Yeah, see, here's the, here's what here's, that's 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 really the, the the fair judgment of his play in the NFL. See, I even think he I got think, benched before he kneeled. I think Griffin injuries hurt him more than anything. Well, First his off, his style was, of play he was a red made skin, him and he, he wasn't durable enough. Yeah, his style of play got him hit a lot, and too, he, though. But he was a redskin, yeah. so they're not going to – Kaepernick can't throw. Lamar Jackson throws a pretty ball. Yeah. You know, now, which, he, him and him and Patrick Mahomes both came into the league with that whole, like, oh, accuracy's a problem, then all of a sudden started – Yeah, you got, you got like – Some guys can listen, make that man, jump, some can't. The can. bottom line is, is the quarterback coach at Baltimore Ravens is a hundred times better than the quarterback coach at Louisville. <laughs> yeah, sorry, <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out. There's a reason that man oh, is in man. the NFL. Hey, the speaking of the Ravens, uh, you know the NFL is turning a hundred, and they've been talking about um, you know all these different things to celebrate. And one of the things they talked about, you know, is the greatest team. You know, the greatest. You know, they called the Dolphins, I guess, the greatest team or whatever. Um. But they talked about the greatest defense, and they talked about how you know the Ravens. You know, their defense is the best defense, you know, stat-wise or anything. The year they won that Super Bowl, just how, how dominating that defense was. They they allowed almost no points all season long. I really? mean, they were just absolutely really? killers. Okay, let's, let's just make this point here. <laughs> what? The two starting quarterbacks. In other words, it's the two teams that played for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Got there with Ty Detmer and Kerry Collins. It doesn't matter, man. The whole, you saying the whole I'll, NFL was weak that year? I don't think – I, I don't think offenses were lighting it up that year <laughs> is what I'm saying. <laughs> well, That's what I'm saying. Best defense is probably the 85 Bears. Yeah. In my opinion. All right. Now, you can make a case for best overall team, uh -huh. 85 Bears, hands yeah. down. They're better than the 72 Dolphins. Yeah. But you can make a case for the defense – of uh, that Tampa two that Gruden won the Super Bowl with, yeah, against Rich Gannon and the Raiders, yeah, that was a stingy defense too, yeah. But you're well, right. I think you put that Ravens defense. Not to mention, I mean, the middle linebacker killed somebody. But the don't year forget. Before. But don't forget that the Ravens, you know, won a Super Bowl and had a good season, even though they started off terrible. Because they, they brought in Trent Dilfer like game five because they weren't moving yeah, the ball. Trent Dilfer, I said Ty Demers, and sorry. and Trent Dilfer was uh, even they admit you know he wasn't. He wasn't a great quarterback, but he was good enough. Their offense did not score hardly at all, yeah. and they didn't have to. Nobody's did in the league. Yeah. Offenses were that bad. What year was that, 96, 97? No. What was it? they won it? Yeah, no, it was 2000. 
Oh, was it? Yeah. Two thousand. I remember watching it in. Yeah, ninety six. What am I talking about? Cowboys beat the Steelers in ninety six. Yeah. No, I, don't I remember know why. watching it in my buddy's. I'm a decade off. I remember watching it in my buddy's apartment. I would say it was probably two thousand something. Uh, it was right before. Yeah, I think it was two thousand, because two thousand one was Tom Brady beating Kurt Warner. Hmm. My freshman year, no. Might have been two thousand two thousand one. Yeah. Because my freshman year of college was the Rams beating the Titans yeah. last minute. Then the next year, I think the Rams beat someone else. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, whatever year whatever year it was, though. Boy, they has got the computer, man. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why so, y'all are relying on well, this old nugget. Yeah. Well, and we've talked about football quite a bit. There's something else that I saw you comment on that uh, it actually – I don't get on – twitter and like really care about what's going on but apparently taylor swift put out like a three-page letter on twitter blasting out the guys that she sold her music to because they won't let her perform medleys of her old songs at the american music awards and then uh also they uh she has like a netflix series and they wouldn't let her use the songs for it either and i saw you uh you you kind of just tweeted back a little someone like here's a tissue type deal yeah billy crystal offering her a tissue yeah and i have to say man that i, I went ahead and i read the little letter to see you know like oh you know what she complained about so she sold the rights to her music and now she's complaining because hey, Taylor. she, she no longer owns the rights to her music, music. and it, this yeah. is a this is a classic example of be careful what you do for money because it may not be worth it but definitely don't play the victim and start crying because you, you sold go. your rights for money. Hey man, here's a here's a here's an idea. Here's back. a solution. Because she she her tweet was I don't know what else to do. Buy so back. she puts this buy them back. That's the solution. You are filthy rich. Hire a team. Filthy filthy Hire a rich. Lawyer team. Offer money. These guys could possibly be jerks. I never met them. But here's what they are. They are owners you know of what? that property. You know what they are. They're smart businessmen because they got Taylor Swift songs for pennies on a dollar. And here's the other thing. You know, she willfully sold it. That's how rights work. Mm -hmm. If you sell them, you no longer have full rights. I expected to get blasted on that tweet a lot more than I did. Yeah. But no, I, I don't get how how she's, and I do get it. She's playing the victim and she's trying to get all her Swifties, you know, to, to get hey, something man. done. And that this just shows you that hey. when people can't do things the right way, they try to use public opinion because they know the public doesn't care about truth. All the public cares about is how you make them feel. And mm -hmm. she's trying to play the victim. And I'm like, you know what? You are not a victim. And this is so low class. So low class. It is. I, I'm, I just... Never I'm, been a fan of Taylor Swift. I can't believe that anyone would do a move like this who has any kind of a public image oh. to, con to care about. Oh, you mean her entire career? So, I mean, is that what it's been? That, yeah. That's all it is. Her crying about past relationships. Dude, every, everything. Dunbin did wrong. Dude, here's what she does. She writes a bunch of songs, mm -hmm. right? And then all of a sudden, this PR release comes out of how her and John Mayer, you know, this song's about John Mayer. Mm -hmm. You know? And yeah. The guy's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like John Mayer's music. Yeah. But I think I would thoroughly enjoy hanging out with John Mayer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Who just knows, just maybe. talking to him. Just being like, yeah. hey, what's this thing with Taylor Swift? He's like, who? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? You know. But who knows? No. Here's, here's, here's what I can't get over. Yeah. Grown men 
calling themselves Swifties. Hey! Oh. <laughs> that's, that's, that's right down there with bronies. That's, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm sitting there, like, I'm, I'm just, I read the letter. Yeah. And that's when I put the Billy Crystal on there. Yeah. And, and I really, I admittedly just did it just to, yeah. just to spin people up. Oh. Yeah. So I always, hard to believe. So anytime, yeah. anytime, Josh. anytime I do that, I go read through the comments just to kind of get an idea of who may be coming at me. Yeah. And I just hear, I just see these, the Swifties are with you, Taylor. And I'm like, who's this girl? Oh, that's a 25 year old man. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, okay. That's a 25 year old boy. Oh. Safe there. <laughs> Swell down. This one has a picture of Lady Gaga turning around in a chair and like, us monsters are with you. You know, and you're like, oh, that's not a girl. Yeah. <laughs> She thinks she is, but that's not a girl. Yeah. You know, or, you know, so, you you know, you're kind of, kind of going through it like. Yeah. You know, and you got the beehives with you and you're just like, you losers, man. <laughs> like, that's that's all I can say. It's just yeah. like, there is nothing but a threat. I almost put in, do nothing but losers in this thread. Yeah. Well, I, hey, you know, here's what I wish. I wish that they were infatuated with someone who had better character than that. Kanye. <laughs> but I'm just saying that. listen hey. <laughs> admittedly right there 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 are genres of music that I listen to yeah you know big fan of Sarah Bareilles yeah. right okay yeah I don't you may not even know who she is nope. you've probably heard a little bit of her stuff yeah it's on some some commercials where but the point being is is if Sarah Bareilles was like hey guys I want you to start calling yourself my cupcakes. <laughs> Guess what? Yeah. Josh Walker's never tweeting out. Yeah. Your cupcakes are here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. just just there's there's a line of respect that I'm not will uh, uh, you know yeah. lack of respect that I'm not willing to cross. Yeah. And there's no way that I ever call myself yeah. a Swifty. Well, well, Taylor Swift ever. should be above that behavior. And and you know rights are rights. I don't you know, I don't get why you think she you know, should Paul be above McCartney, that. You know Paul McCartney, huh? I don't know why you think she because should be above it. Because every human being should be above that kind I of behavior. I agree, but her career, but that this is her MO. This is yeah. how she has operated from day 1 till now. Yeah. Well, that's why that don't make it right. That's why us self-respecting people who would never call ourselves Swifties yeah. can't stand her. Yeah. Yeah, self-respecting people oh. who wear a, a shirt that says Savage on it with a tatted up Popeye the yeah. Sailor Man. <laughs> what? what are you? All right, man. Like, I don't know why we're bagging on Taylor Swift while this is sitting here right in front of us. What is going on with this? This is just a conversation piece, baby. <laughs> What kind of conversation? So Here's what I even like: is it looks like he has a removed tattoo on his chest. It's it's kind of faded out. So it looks like he's had some treatments to remove that tattoo. Yeah, that is, that's a heart on the right peck. Oh my gosh, where did you get that garbage? And Dude, the, the shirt like looks a, brand new, but it's also kind of see through. Like I can, like if it, like if I looked hard enough, I'm scared I'd see nipple. Man, I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm yeah, not trying to see that. I did. I took my nipple ring out. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. I don't have one of those. Oh man! No, but but no. I bought this just just for this. Okay, that's the only reason I bought it. All right. It literally was probably ninety nine cents in the clearance rack. Yeah. And what does it say on his knuckles? Mode. I don't know. That's the mode. Oh man, savage. <laughs> Did you ever watch those old Popeye cartoons? The way him and Bluto used to beat each other up is some of the most hilarious stuff I've Dude, ever seen. I ate because Bluto was just disrespecting Popeye in every possible way, in the most hilarious manners. 
And then as soon as Popeye gets some spinach, he just doubles down on it and does yeah. it twice as bad. Dude, I eat spinach. Like, the only reason I ate spinach was because of Popeye. Yeah. I mean, their battles are some of the most hilarious. Like, if you ever wanted to find a way to pick on someone, watch one of those because Bluto yeah. was fantastic yeah. at picking yeah, on Popeye. Bluto was cool. He Dude, had, I always liked it when he would cut, like, I always remember, like, the way he opened the cans. Yeah. Like, when he turned his pipe over and, like, used it like a cut and rent, like a torch. Like a cut and torch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or, they, or one time when he poured it in there and it <laughs> yeah. sucked it through the pipe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, those, are, those are good. Yeah. I w- tried to watch Robin Williams. No, it's bad. Oh, <laughs> it, it is so bad. It is so bad. I know, man. The problem is, as much as I love him, not everything he did was fantastic. No, yeah, that wasn't that good. Oh, man. I remember as a kid even thinking it was a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was weird. So, anyways, no, I just, I don't know, saw that. I, I don't get on Twitter a lot, but every now and then I do yeah. scroll through there and see some things. Well, that and that, you know what, Twitter, if you don't want me leaving remarks like that on, on Taylor Swift and provoking the Swifties, yeah like i don't want to see taylor swift's post yeah and that's that's what happened it was one of these like so you follow so-and-so they follow taylor swift so i saw it yeah so i'm like okay guess what yeah why why do i even know about this exactly like yeah. i don't care yeah you know oh, hey man. buy your songs back yeah <laughs> it's, it's not hard didn't michael jackson buy paul mccartney's Beatles rights i think it was the other way around paul mccartney bought michael jackson's song rights i think so okay I knew there was some kind of weird deal because they were kind of buddies, and then all of a sudden it went south. Yeah, because the, I think it could the, be vice versa. But yeah, I, because I thought the way I heard the story was it was kind of a deal where like, hey, I'll buy them and then I'll sell again, them back man, to you. We got a computer, but yeah, that's all right. It's dead. Sorry. You know, we don't really care that much. We're just kind of talking here. You know, like when you and your buddies are just sitting around talking, do you ever just whip out the computer and start fact checking them? No, man. Yeah. You just sit there and you just roll <laughs> right with it. Here, right here, <laughs> I always do it. Do it to my wife all the time. <laughs> I'd rather you didn't do it to me because half the time I don't remember anything right. I've been told oh, let's that. let's see here. Casey Edwards always told me, he's like, Tuck, you don't remember things correctly. I always thought he was just saying that because uh, I didn't remember them the way he wanted me to. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, he you're right. A, he might have had an argument. Michael Jackson paid $750 million. Yeah. See? Bam. I know what I'm talking about. I've got a good memory. Yeah. So he bought it. Here's the thing. is like the thing that, that kind of. This is what I like about YouTube music. Uh-huh. Is you can play videos as well. Mm-hmm. So you have, for example, on Spotify, and this was on Amazon Music too. I tried to go find some Aaliyah and some Timbaland and Magoo. Yeah. You know, and, and that kind of back, you know, stuff that I listened to back in the day. Yeah, your old wheelhouse. Yeah. So I went yeah. to go listen to it on Spotify, and they don't have those albums yeah. on there. And so I would have to, you know, Missy Elliott, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. So I go back. Yeah, some people just aren't on there. Like well, the, the here, stuff you want. Like Prince why. was always hard to find. But here's why. Well, Prince didn't want it on there. Yeah. Same reason Garth Brooks or Tool or ACDC didn't want it on there. Yeah, they want you to buy it. Yeah. The the issue with Timbaland, Magoo, and Aaliyah and all that is essentially the companies that produce those songs and own the rights of those songs went under un, out of business. Oh, and, yeah. And those were basically put up for auction. And they were just bought in a big old, like, yeah. Yeah, we'll just take all the rights that they had. Yeah. Dude, it could be anything, but yeah. they buy them. So a lot of times those people don't even know they have them. Yeah. They don't know they own the rights of those songs. That'd be wild. And so uh, so they, so they, Spotify and them can't play them until they get the permission to, but they don't know who to contact in order to mm-hmm. get the permission for it. 
YouTube music, you can at least the music videos belong to Whoever. another group of people. Yeah. And they can put those on. And then YouTube, you can listen to the music video just as a song. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's that's kind of why I stuck with it. So you get a you get a wide range more a, a wider range of music. Yep. From huh. that aspect. Well, that's good stuff. Anyway. Movie came out this month called uh Inside Game. Mm-hmm. Oh, you gotta pee? Yeah. <laughs> hey, <man. laughs> you gotta just die, just say you gotta pee, man. <laughs> yeah. Like what's wrong with like I mean yeah, you should have done dude, it before. It, yeah. Some of us don't know how to pre game. I know, man. So what do you think of the hit, man? Let's I want a cop's perspective on it. On the hit? Yeah. I mean, it's enough to charge him with a felony for sure. I mean, it's assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. So that anything does. that's not a gun is a dangerous weapon. So any blunt object, anything that's going to cause way more harm than a punch with a fist. Cuz you can even get you can get aggravated assault and battery with your fist if you yeah. punch hard enough to break something. Dude, but, I would definitely get that with my fist. But it here's the thing. Uh so on like domestics when there's physical evidence present you don't have to be the victim in order for the state to press charges on your behalf so right. the state can press charges um even if like a domestic violence victim doesn't want you to press charges against their spouse right. or whatever uh i don't know in this case you know if there's no injury there you know but it happened in front of like 20 Bro, million people there was an injury man. so yeah did, i mean did you not see his neck like buckle yeah like no, he essentially got, like a turtle shell he man. got bopped you know so if if a state really wanted to get involved in it which they won't because there's too much money in the nfl and I, I i even made a post with it it's like it's a felony that happened in front of 20 million people but the nfl has more authority than most states and cities dude so, the best the best the best i, I think thing? it's a, i think it's a joke the dude should go to jail honestly yeah here's the thing yeah people are justifying his actions yeah brown fans and aggie fans a lot of aggies are justifying his actions well they're both garbage people but <laughs> in his defense though mason rudolph does have one of those faces no he's very he's very, <laughs> like, he's, I mean, very let's, he, he's very punchable for yeah. sure uh, <laughs> uh he okay so i'm back sorry about that uh, <laughs> all right so here we're back to what we're talking about insight game comes out this month yeah it's about Tim Donahue. Okay. You know who Tim Donahue is? No. He was an NBA ref. The fixer. Yes. He was we the, talked about it. Yes, I should have known who he was. He was the about. fall guy for the, the gambling <laughs> Like All the refs gambling. Yeah. He was the scapegoat for all of them. Yeah. And now he's out of jail. His court, everything's settled. Gag... Uh, what are they called? Gag, gag order. Gag orders are are off, so he can talk about whatever he wants mm-hmm. now. And he's been doing a line of podcasts and and circuits, yeah. you know, interview circuits. Now, first thing, uh, when you say he's the fall guy for all the refs, now is that uh, the general opinion or is that the Josh Walker's educated well, opinion on it? Here's the thing: court records are public information, mm-hmm. so you and I have the right to go look at it. Yeah. Now, if we keep it quiet about what happened in court and no one goes and looks at it, okay. Yeah. There was a mob boss who testified that he had three NBA refs on his payroll. Yeah. And Donahue brought it up, and he said, and no, those refs were Tim Donahue. 
And then he knew, but he knew his guys were gambling. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, yes, he was a fall guy. Okay. And there's there's a way to make a, a case. Not a, I don't want to say all of them, but yeah. there was a way to make a case. Anyway, he went on the Pat McAfee show where I listened to him. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to another interview that he was on. He basically said the same thing. Did he do a Rogan podcast or something? No. Okay. I wish he would. I don't think Rogan's that into sports, though, to really pull it out yeah. of the way McAfee or, or this other guy would. This other guy was real good mm-hmm. as far as educating himself. Anyway, essentially what he did is he started gambling on the golf course. Then he would go to Atlantic City, the casinos, and gamble. Uh, and then he uh, he was given his buddy uh, because the NBA refs get certain insights into games, mm-hmm. right? And so he would he would get these insights and, and be like, okay, you know, these three games you probably want to go with the underdog. Mm-hmm. And, and, and everyone thinks like, oh, you know, go with the underdog like the underdog is going to win. You have a point spread. Right, so you get you know if you get the Bulls fifteen points on on at that time the Clippers, Bulls Michael Jordan, fifteen points with the Clippers who have nobody. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, oh yeah, fifteen points is easy, right? Well, the big time gamblers would say, yeah, we're gonna keep it within that fifteen point range. So the Bulls never lose the game; mm-hmm. they just don't win by more than fifteen points, mm-hmm. and that's what that's what he did. Yeah, and so he would give these guys little tips, and. And then uh, mob bosses found out that he was giving his friends tips and that he was putting a little bit of money on his own games. Mm-hmm. So he was betting on the spread and and he was keeping it in and, and all that. And he said, yeah, I called Tiki Tacky Fouls at the end to mm-hmm. put a guy on the line to either close it or spread it, whatever. And yeah. uh, he goes, everybody did, you know. He goes, we didn't sway games. He goes, we just – Kept them a little closer. In the end, the team that should have won won, the team that didn't didn't. Yeah. And so, uh, anyway, he goes off on all that. And then he talks about, like, he goes, one game, he called his buddy and said, hey, you need to you need to take the Bulls covering the mm-hmm. spread. And he goes, why? Phil Jackson sent in three tapes. This was a playoff game. Sent in a tape with three plays where essentially Michael Jordan got hacked. And never got and never got the call. Mm-hmm. So he sent that to the league. The league pushed that down to the the refs. And now and, and the the union and the NBA can't necessarily say you need to start calling this more. They're just saying, hey, this is what Phil Jackson's griping about. Mm-hmm. And it's more of a so they knew that Jordan was going to get all the calls yeah. down low and all that. But he did confirm that there'll never be a sweep in the NBA finals again. Yeah, he said he goes. The refs are, are essentially told. Well, yeah, the NBA is trying to get as much money as they can. Exactly. You got to assume that stuff's going so it, on. So it, it's happening. Um, but the best the best part was when he started talking about Joey Crawford. Yeah, when remember Joey Crawford kicked Tim Duncan out for for chuckling. Oh yeah, remember that? I don't remember it, but Joey, I remember Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so Joey, if you Sorry don't not know, to remember Joey, Joe Joey Crawford. Essentially, he uh, is he makes is a terror. He hates Tim Duncan. Yeah, and and he he is one of those guys that I never paid attention to the refs. I never did. And then someone pointed him out to me, and it just got to the point I was like, "This dude wants you to watch him, not the game." Yeah. Oh like, yeah, he is the most annoying, and obnoxious ref that yeah. has ever played and had been in the hates, game. He hates Tim Duncan. Yeah, he and, thought and it I, was about him. And here's the thing. Is and this is one thing Donnie he would say. One of the tips that he would give people mm-hmm. is he would come in and say, "Hey, this re- this referee hates Dwayne Wade." 
and he's repping Dwayne Wade's game, so you need to take the other team because mm-hmm. Wade's not going to get anything. Or this guy really loves Dwayne Wade, so you need to mm-hmm. go, you know, whatever. So he would give people that information. Well, Joey Crawford hated Tim Duncan. That was blatantly obvious. Yeah. And, and, and what happened was is there was a thing where essentially Joey Crawford calls a foul. Tim Duncan goes, come on, on the bench, right? Dude's uh-huh. just sitting on the bench and goes, come on, like that. Crawford turns around, tees him up. Dude, all Duncan does is like this, like just looking around like, and then just start going <laughs> like that. Boom, tees him up again and ejects him. Yeah. And Tim Donahue goes, the fact that Joey Crawford is still ref in the league still has people in the union rubbed wrong. Yeah. Because you're you because you're not supposed to. Everyone knows Joey Crawford hates him. Yeah. Because of his actions. And he's so blatant with it. He yeah. said, you're not supposed to have this. Yeah. You're not supposed to know which refs. He goes, Rasheed Wallace hated me and I hated that guy. But no one knew until now. Until yeah. I tell you guys. Yeah. You know, and he said, but the fact that Joey Crawford made it so blatant is is one of those things that he's surprised that, that he didn't get kicked out. No, he was horrible. I couldn't stand. Anytime he had your game, it was oh, just, yeah. oh, he hated it. Yeah. But here, yeah. but the, Al Riveron. Like, why did they even let that guy ref? Like, what was, what did that's, he, that's, what did he know? That's what I'm saying. But that's the point. The referees. Yeah. The referees, like his coworkers, didn't know why he like, was He ref must have been like this. I was like, I'll blow the whistle on you. Like, Yeah. I, that, that's what, that's, that's what essentially, essentially what Donnie, he said. He's got to yeah. know something. Yeah. But Al Riveron, he's the repay specialist in the NFL right now. Yeah. Ruining the sport. Yeah. You know? Uh, and then, and then baseball, I think, is terrible. I, I think we've – gambling is so big, mm-hmm. I think it's going on across the board. Yeah. Donnie, yeah. C, Donnie, he said that he thinks the most – like the purest is college athletics. Yeah. And he thinks that because of everything going on with the way legalized – gambling's being legalized now, he said, I think you're going to see it creeping into college now. He thinks college is – Was the purest. Now it's it's the most susceptible to being – Having guys come in, shaving points and all that, like hmm. like the mob. Co- he Donnie, he has. You think you, that's weird because you know college football comes under such scrutiny because it's so. Maybe it's because the NCAA, but because yeah. it's so corrupt, it yeah, seems like it's the, the most NCAA. corrupt. I'm talking about the players, but, and, and then you know, like all the corrupt, you know, like like every team's cheating, basically. Yeah, but but, but you're but saying as far as gambling goes, mobs coming in telling. Wide receiver, yeah. Hey, keep the game close. So, okay, so you're saying so for the most part, the that uh, part's pure. The mob hadn't come yeah, in, and, and yeah, yeah, taken over the ref. The only mob is the uh, is the university itself and and the NCAA. the NCAA, right? Okay, I'm talking about the gambling side of it hasn't come in. Yeah, and he said it's more. Sus- no, with, that makes that, that the, makes more sense. He said with the gambling rules expanding, mm-hmm. and it, it's it's easier now to gamble on those games. Yeah, he said what you're going to fall victim to because it, the NFL. Like Pete Rose, like you, you're never having a player in the league gamble, mm-hmm. yeah, in any pro league, yeah, just because of what happened to Pete Rose, yeah, and so you're not going to have that. Plus, those guys are making millions of dollars, and this is too good of a gig to give up to yeah. to worry about some mob boss, you know, trying to you know pay me. When you'd grand. hope a coach never falls <clears throat> victim to that, and you're paying the coaches well enough too that yeah. you would. He said, "Where you're going to find it is so it's is, just the refs." Well, the, in the NFL, yeah. 
the refs because they're not paying them that you know much. But he said, "Well, you're going to find." But players aren't the issue in the pro sports. They're making too much money that a mob boss offering ten thousand for a game is nothing. Yeah, you know what I mean. He said, "What you're going to find though is the college side is going to be more swayed by the mob bosses because I can go into Jeff Tucker, you know, mm-hmm. the guy who comes in just long enough to relieve the star player for a few minutes. I can give him. He's never going to the league. Mm-hmm. He knows it. He's there to get his education." All these guys are getting money, you know, and all that from, you know, whatever, because they're the studs. And they're, they're, they're getting a lot of credit given to them because they know one day they're going to be a pro, yeah. you know, so they can go buy a car and, and extend the payments for however long and all that. So you have this kid on the bench behind them who's just a normal college student struggling with ramen noodle. <laughs> now a ramen boss, mob boss comes in and offers him twenty five grand. Yeah. Look, you don't have to lose the game. Just when you're in. Yeah. Give up a few easy buckets, keep the point spread from six, keep it down inside six, and then they bring in what's his name or whatever. Yeah. You know, he said that's where it's going to start. You're going to start seeing it now. Yeah. But, you know, them guys are also fighting for a position. You know, they might not be going. uh, Yeah, but if you're a senior. Yeah. Backing up the star guy. No, I I could see how it would be a little bit more susceptible. But, yeah, it's pretty corrupt. He said he has to to go to all the universities. He tours universities with some other guys, and he essentially – has to tell them, like, listen, once you get into this stuff, they don't let you out. So this isn't like I can make well, a quick twenty five grand on this game and then get out because they keep coming to you. And yeah, you and o- officiating, though, does look very corrupt and has been for oh, a long time in, in all sports. I mean, you just – you keep running. And it's like, all right, guys, come on. This is this is pretty bad. Yeah. You know, this is bad. And like you said, maybe they're not changing the outcome of the game even though maybe it feels like it at times. You know, but, you know, like shutting down runs or stopping flow or, you know, because yeah. especially like in the NBA, um, you know, just, just slowing down pace when a team's making a run um, can be huge. Yeah. Or or letting them not lose their pace. Like they're making a little run and you let it go on a little bit longer even though they maybe they, they did something that they should have got called on exactly. that would have slowed it down. But now with the NFL, I mean, you can have – you can have, you can call a penalty and you can change a lot of oh, things. Yeah. One penalty can change a lot of things on a saying. drive. Exactly. A lot of things. Exactly. So you can let Mason Rudolph get away with kicking a guy in the groin <laughs> just so he <laughs> whack a moles him at the end of the game, man. <laughs> I mean, you know Baker got real mad and, and and with good reason. You know he said we got to quit doing this to ourselves. You know, and I, I give I, you know I'm not a Baker Mayfield fan, obviously. But I give him respect for. He's played in a real organization before, and he knows that what, what he's in right now. Ain't but really. I'm just saying, him saying it's inexcusable and uncalled for. Yeah. The the Browns didn't listen. Here here's how bad that Miles. Let me put that this in perspective. How bad yeah. this Miles Garrett thing is. Yeah. Okay. Maurice Pouncey. Yeah. Essentially came in, hit the dude upside the head, kicked him a few times to stand up for his quarterback. Yeah. And he's being held a hero. Oh yeah! And everyone's like, "This dude is a you know, this is the guy I ride or die for." This, yeah. All right. We forget that Maurice Pouncey hung out with Aaron Hernandez. (laughs) 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 Maurice Pouncey could have been witness to a couple uh, murders in Florida. Yeah. Uh, Wore a free Aaron hat after. Yeah. He was arrested. Yeah. Maurice Pounds, he's not the cleanest dude. 
Yet your actions just hey. made him look like a Boy Scout. Hey, and here's the other thing we can't take for granted is uh, if Maurice Pouncey is uh, suspended for a few games, the Steelers' backup center is that dude that didn't know the snap count <laughs> and stood there for like a solid five count. <laughs> dude, that was – Even when everybody moved, he still didn't move. It was like – yeah. Like, dude. Like, he didn't even turn around and look at everyone like. It's like he froze in the moment or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they had to turn him back on, had to wind him back up. Something happened to him. But, hey, sports are great and all, but I think we need to talk about what is probably the biggest thing that's happened in the in the past week or so is, uh, have you dudes checked out Disney Plus yet? No. I've, yes. I've heard it's pretty legit. Have you seen Mandalorian? No, but I read about it because I've been hearing such great things, and I'm thinking about getting Disney Plus just to watch this show. Hulu's, it's it's Hulu, good. Hulu's offering a package of like. Well, see, I'm a, Veri- a Verizon customer, and uh, they said if I will switch to the unlimited plan, um, that uh, they'll give me a, a free year of Disney Plus, and then I can decide if I want to keep it after that, which I don't really want to get unlimited data. I don't really use it, and it's more money. Um well, but it got me thinking about, well, do I want Disney Plus? And it's just like six ninety nine a month, so I might just get it. Well, here's the thing. Hulu is offering Hulu Plus, Hulu Premium, which is their top Disney Plus and ESPN Plus for like, I think I got an email for like $14.99. And you get all three of them? Yeah. That'd be a good deal. Because I'm actually uh, thinking that Netflix may or may not lose my money before too long. I like their original series, but it's getting to where they don't really carry anything else that's worth having. It, and, yeah. and I agree with you. The comedy stuff is good. Like I love Stranger Things, but outside of Stranger Things, I haven't just fell in love with anything on Netflix Here's enough to thing, continue man. watching it. Here's the thing. You can get a free month Yeah. with an email address. So just create an email so, address every so essentially, month? Yeah, so, so essentially, no, well, what, what this person said they're going to do is, is do the Disney Plus with the Hulu and all that. Yeah. And then... When Stranger Stranger Things four comes out, yeah. they're gonna sign up for a month, binge watch Stranger Things, all the comedy specials and everything they want. Yeah, because they're losing in the movie part. Yeah, they they don't and and their original stuff uh, isn't really catered for for me. I mean, yeah. you know, it they're they're trying to they're trying to make series, you know, that for people that want to watch a lot of stuff and outside of stranger things you know like the type of stuff i like to watch they're not getting el camino was good you know i loved voltron you know voltron was the last thing i watched that i loved that stuff's not worth it to me yeah so i mean voltron and stranger things you know that that's what i watch if disney plus is as good as they say it is yeah then like you could easily for for, i'm talking from because really tv is all about the because it's not just disney stuff you're getting you're getting like everything. You're, you're getting, getting all the Marvel. Marvel. You're getting Star Wars. You're getting uh, well, that's all Disney. Well, and you're getting Disney, and then but then the, like some people were saying some other movies that were on the, like there's just a lot of movies because they own yeah. probably the rights to a ton of different. Well, stuff. Mandalorian's the main thing they have going for them right now. Mandalorian's pretty good. Uh, from what I've heard, it's great, and I've yeah. already spoiled it a little bit because I read enough about it that I, I know too much about the first two episodes. Well, rumor has it that they're doing uh, that Berthan Berthanol. Burnthal, they're bringing yeah, back. Well, they're supposed to be bringing back the Marvel series, possibly yeah. with all the. Well, same they're actors. saying they're bringing. They're, they're saying Disney Plus making. See, the Disney Plus will be carrying them. They're going to release well, a movie. Did Punisher uh, movie with him? Oh, that'd be cool. Did 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 John Favreau? Is he doing the Mandalorian? He's. Yeah, I think he did the first episode, and I think he did the second episode. I don't know if is he's he doing, the best thing we have. 
John Favreau? Because he's great, it seems like. Oh, he's phenomenal. He I'm, did, I'm starting to think I love everything he does. Yeah, he did the first Iron Man. If you've seen the movie Chef, it's a great oh, movie. Oh, Chef is one of the best movies I've watched. Yeah, it, Chef is phenomenal. It shouldn't be, but Chef? it is. Chef. 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 It, Chef. It's just a good movie. Yeah, it's Samuel good. Jackson. No. 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 No, you're wrong. Different. You're super wrong. <laughs> super different. Who yeah. is a man? No. <laughs> no, I, it's not I don't. Isaac Hayes. It's not, it's yeah. not Samuel Here, Here's the problem I have with Disney, Disney Plus. Is <laughs> Disney Plus is uh, it doesn't work on my TV. My TV is only two years old, and it doesn't have the app for it, so I can not I can only watch it on my computer and phone. Oh, yeah, so you have to stream it through your you don't TV. Have a, yeah. You don't have Google, Google Play or not Chromecast? Chromecast, yeah. No, not at the moment. Yeah, and see, and you know, nobody wants to do that, anyways, because, um, you know, ideally you get the app on your TV, smart TV. You know, you ought to be able to just download whatever app you want. Yeah, on they your said TV. They, they'll have a firmware update in 2020, is what it said. Yeah. So, because you know, my TV just now so got just to where you can get pay, Amazon on. Deal it. with it for now. Just you go know? pay forty bucks for a Roku Dude, stick. I'm not, and... I'm not made out of money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, go pay forty bucks for a Roku. He just bought there. a printer that doesn't work, yeah, man. I mean, He's not made I of spent money. All my money on a broken printer <laughs> and a hy- and a hydro flask. <laughs> hydro flask. And you just scratched your screens too. Yes, so and, and to I broke those. my screen. Nah, that's cool. not gonna replace them. They're just gonna stay scratched <laughs> for the next seven years. No, but oh, dude. <clears throat> The Roku, I'm, I'm getting a Roku stick before Thanksgiving, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, you go to hotels and, and all that. Oh, yeah. and I've that. got the Amazon Fire Stick. Yeah, uh, same thing. Yeah, and it's it's pretty decent. I get aggravated with it sometimes because it uh, it's kind of slow, but that could just be my internet. You know, if you don't buy the uh, highest tier of internet, like, I don't care who your provider is. If they tell you you're going to get, like, 150, you know, megabytes or whatever it is per second, the high rate, that's not what you're getting, man. And... No matter who I go with, AT&T, Cox, or whoever, if you don't buy the premium internet, you've got slow internet. Dude, internet is... I have it's a scam. It's the biggest have, scam ever. I have premium. So basically, They lie to you. They tell you they're giving you something yeah. that they're not giving you, and I don't I know paid, how they get away with that. I was paying for cable. Uh, Trump's trying to change. Because you can test it. You can test your internet signal, yeah, I know. And, and when you do it, you don't... Like Cox said, okay, you'll, for this much money a month, you'll get 150 Yeah, I'm pegging out at like... Like barely enough to get to stream a TV show. Oh. See, mine's fine. I had the I had a similar issue with AT and T where I was paying for a hundred and I was getting eighteen. Yeah. Never never got above eighteen. And they're like, oh well, it's just peak hours. I was like, three o'clock in the morning is peak hours. Yeah, like come on yeah. now. I'm like night, you know my schedule. I'm, I'm night shift. <laughs> well, they do turn it down at night when you're not using it. But I went to AT and T, essentially cut the cable. Yeah. And just say, give me the best internet you have. Because we're just going to be streaming everything. Yeah. And then, and funny thing, some dude, like, like they saw me too. Yeah. Like we had, they had the door open because I don't know if the kids were playing or we're waiting on someone to get over there. But we had our, our storm door, you know, so they could see me walk across. So, uh-huh. and I walk and I just see them, and they could see the disappointment on my face, like oh, crap. Yeah. So I walk out there. Hey man, just want to let you know that, uh, um, we essentially. Uh, up the the power out here, so you're a premium member. So I'm looking at it, nothing's going to change for you. Your internet should get a little faster, which it has mm-hmm. when it's not down. You know, for maintenance, whatever you know they say. But when it's working, it's working well. But he's like, "Yeah, can I interest you in TV?" I said, "No, nah, I'm good." He goes, "Well, you know, I said we stream everything." He goes, "What do you stream your sports with?" I said, "ESPN." He goes, "Uh, he goes, what uh, how do you do that without cable?" I'm like, "My mom's password." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, all right." He goes, "Well, what about so and so? I have that too. How do you get that?" I said, 
all my friends' password. Like yeah. my buddy gave me his voodoo. <laughs> you're just you're like, hey man, I ain't gonna hide nothing <laughs> here. Huh? There like, I, I get it on the jack. <laughs> I'm like, just listen, bro. Like that's all I'm saying. So I just started. Yeah. He's just looking at me. I'm like, he yeah. goes, Hulu. Share. How do you get Hulu? I'm like, wife's cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> just kind of. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. And, and like Netflix and Prime, about all I pay for. Yeah. But I tell you what, it is a pain in the butt to go through all the hoops you have to go through to watch everything you want to watch just to cut the cable. Here's what I think. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, all right, hey, it really isn't worth it. It hey, just feels worth it. Hey, app makers, if someone can create an app that would yeah. literally just pull the show from all my accounts, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, I just open that app, and then if I yeah. want to watch I have this, rights to it. Let me watch it. Yeah, it'll go grab it from my Hulu account or my Netflix account. Yeah. Just let me play it yeah. on that particular thing and it work yeah somewhat because they have some of those things and they don't work well but if you can get something that works well that i can just pull up and hit it and i want to watch it yeah well make a ton of money man. well the mandalorian is is definitely something i want to watch uh everything i've read about it sounds like it is right up my alley yeah um i love john favaro i'm probably butchering his name uh josh you really need to go watch chef I, me and Corey have brought it up multiple times and the fact you haven't watched it chef Yes. Chef, yeah. Like cook food chef? Yeah, like yeah. C-H-E-F, man. Why are you having so much trouble with this? <laughs> I've never heard of it. I feel like you're screwing with us right now. It was a small, I feel like you've watched it. it. It's your favorite film. movie yeah. and you're just messing with us. It was a smaller <laughs> film for sure, but it was good. It's yeah. a great film. You know, about to dime you out about that little secret you told me about how you actually feel about Punisher Warzone. Yeah, you know what? We're, uh, <laughs> Josh, Josh may have let it slip that he doesn't even really like that movie. He no, just likes no, it. No, no, yeah. don't lie. Don't lie. Do not lie. I adore that movie. Yeah, for Not for watching, though, just for screwing with people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, so Scarlett bad. Johansson? What about her? Oliver Platt. I'm yeah. just reading who's in it. Oh, Chef, yeah. No, yeah. it's good, man. Isn't uh, Scarlett jo- Johansson his wife? Ex-wife? Mm, no. That Sophia Vergara uh, is his ex-wife. And uh, she's, Johansson to, and she's, is, uh, and she's uh, married uh, to Robert Downey Jr. Or she's dating Robert Downey Jr. Uh, yeah, she was married to him or something like that. Yeah. But uh, but no, Scarlett Johansson plays a girl at his restaurant that uh, I guess he's oh, friends with. yeah, and, yeah. Um, and everything, and, you know, just kind of someone that's close to him. Yeah. yeah. John Leguizamo. Yeah, he's yeah, he's pretty he's good the, in it. He's <laughs> the assistant chef. Yeah. He's good in every. He is a very. I think he's a very underrated actor. Yeah, he I is. mean, have you seen the Mario Brothers live yeah, action? It's fantastic. I mean, he's the best Luigi there was ever he, was. Dude, what was be. he in? He was in the new Narcos, wasn't he? Uh, I think it was in Narcos. He was. He uh, played. A, he played that guy. He, he who played the, the clown in Spawn. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> Some really classy roles. For yeah, no, he played but, a, the pest. Yeah, yeah, the pest. Yeah. Yeah, he was in. Come to uh, think of it, he's actually a pretty terrible actor. He's, <laughs> he's just done some terrible movies. He was in. Uh, he's in John Wick. He was in that movie, um, the Romeo and Juliet that Leonardo DiCaprio did, the MTV Romeo and Juliet. Oh goodness, that was horrible. Yeah, yeah, he was like Mercutio or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, he. Yeah, I think he was. He was in Narcos. He was the dude yeah. that Dare was created for. Yeah. And Red Ribbon Week and all. Red Ribbon Week. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Uh, what's his name, man? Uh, the DE agent that was killed by know. the cartel. Tommy brings him up all the time. Yeah, every year. He likes well, to tell his story. Well, he works with the Red Room Parade, so he knows. Pepe? Yeah. Pepe? Uh, oh, no, I don't know. I don't anyway. Know. Yeah. Anyways. And, uh, Google it, people. He's a yeah. great guy. Hero. That's an hour. That's so, it. It is. 
All right. Well, we got to get us some Disney Plus. Check it out. Yeah. Yeah. Watch Um, The Mandalorian. It's great. Yeah, need to check out The Mandalorian. Um, Don't swing your helmet at people. Don't swing their helmet at them. If you see Miles Garrett, duck. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I got to give Rudolph, like, don't charge a big angry dude with your helmet if you're not wearing your helmet. Yeah. That's kind of on him. Yeah. Yeah. The best part is he gets whacked with the helmet, and then that dude comes from behind him and knocks him down. He turns around like. Yeah. Like. Well, I will say, you, you do like to see your, your quarterback be fearless and gritty, but I think what we were seeing was a frustrated quarterback, not a. Yeah. That was an ugly game, man. It was a, it was an ugly game. Y'all and, played uh, terrible. This the is, Browns played terrible. This is going to be a season we're glad to get behind us. And it's, it's, let me tell you something. As a Steeler fan and a Thunder fan, 2019, not really my year. No. 2020, probably not going to be my year. No. <laughs> I don't know, man. 2025 when we get all those draft picks. 2027. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Our, our next superstar is in, uh, in yeah. the fifth grade right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's it. Y'all be cool to each other. We're out.